0: Welcome to Me Again, week 14, seasonal depression. And it was Christmas, which meant a whole lot of presents, a whole lot of drinking, and a whole lot of depression. And you'll find out all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I'm up entirely too late right now, it's 2.40 in the morning. And I, it wasn't even staying up for work. Like I did, I made a cool graphic for um, Southern Mythology Whiskey. It looks very, very nice. And then after that, I just kind of hung around and ate (laughs) like an entire hour. So I am up at 2.30 in the morning and I'm about to pass out. So I'm going to try to rush through this as much as possible, but just rest assured I had... An absolutely fantastic day. I made an awesome logo. Like I said, I got to hang out with the baby. And I took Emily to Atlanta and we had an amazing date. And I guess we can get into that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? And today, I'm just grateful for podcasts and just uh, the fact that podcasts can help teleport you from one place to another because driving to Atlanta before podcasts or before anything like that sucks because it's an hour and 30 minutes in a car where you have to basically keep yourself entertained, but then podcasts just do it for you. And I know this is basically a plug for what I do, but that's one thing I'm grateful for. The other thing is the fact that I've been really present lately. I know we talked about it last week, but I haven't done like any mindfulness exercises or anything, but I have been really, like, all today, I could have easily, while we were driving, had my mind wander or take me into a negative place, but it didn't. I I stayed very present the whole time, paid attention to everything, really was focused. I don't know if it's the, the level up supplement or what, but it's really, it's a really nice feeling of just being in the moment. It does make time go by a little bit faster, but that's fine. It, I'm enjoying for I'm enjoying the time while I have it. I'm not worried about like focusing on how much time I'm, is going by if I'm using it correctly. instead I'm just having a good time. And so I'm very grateful for that today. Now what did I do that's awesome? and I already talked about it a little bit, but I had an amazing date with Emily. We went to Atlanta, we listened to... We, I think we almost completely caught up on the new Adventure Zone arc. Uh, we listened to the first three episodes of Graduation, and she fell in love with it, which made me really excited. We went to the Perimeter Mall, and um, it's weird being able to shop like we have money, because we don't, but I just looked at her like, we budgeted a lot of money for this, and since we're not going to go to a movie, and it, it was so rainy today that we were like, we probably won't do the bot- Botanical Gardens either. We just said, well, that's a lot of extra money we have now. Let's go shop, and we did. And I got a, I got an ugly Christmas sweater. It is a Taco Bell themed Christmas sweater because I'm that guy. I almost bought a flaming hot Cheetos themed windbreaker because I'm also that guy. Uh, we went to Lush. We got some good caramel popcorn. We had a lot of fun at the mall. Then after that, I took her to this bookstore in Atlanta. It's like this little small bookstore, but it's amazing called the phoenix and dragon and it's got a bunch of like crystals and stuff like that which is what emily's really interested in and she fell in love as soon as she walked through that door and it made me really happy to see that and then afterwards we topped off the night by going to re and i tried a lot of whiskey i did get a little bit salty because the lagavulin they gave me wasn't 16 it was 12 and uh lagavulin 12 apparently just isn't that good and that made me very very upset but, yeah, it was just a really great date. Like, even the moments where... Usually, our dates have, like, a general... Not not a theme, but, like, in order they go in. And I can usually tell, like, when the dip is gonna happen and the depression's gonna set in and we're both gonna get anxious for some reason. That never really happened. We had one moment, and we're gonna get into that in a second, but there wasn't really ever a dip. It was really just us enjoying a fantastic day together... And it made me so happy. So that's what I did that's awesome. What did I do that's not awesome? And it's it's something I've already talked about on the show before ad nauseum, but I've tried to force my interests onto Emily again. And today I did it by when we went to, um, oh God, when we went to Rera, I tried a flight of whiskey. It was all very good. I wanted to try an Irish whiskey called Green Spot, that was very good. And I wanted to get Emily interested in whiskey and see what she would think about certain whiskeys. And there is a Jameson cask mate that's aged in a stout barrel, and Emily loves Guinness. She loves stout. So I went, oh, she needs to try this. It's really good. Like, I tried it the other night. It was fantastic. And so I I gave it to her, and I forgot that if you're not like me, it just basically born and bred Scottish-Irish. It's a little bit difficult to just sip on liquor. So Emily starts to bring it to her nose, and I'm like, yes, you're going to get this chocolatey note, like a little bit of a hint of cherry, some caramel overtones. And she's just like, nope, smells like Lysol, can't do it. It smells like floor cleaner. And I'm like, no, no, that means, that means you brought it too close to your nose, and that means you're just smelling ethanol. She's like, no, 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 I was not even close to my nose, and it smells like floor cleaner. And I'm like, no, please. And so me and her had a back and forth where I was trying to convince her to, you know, enjoy whiskey and see what she could do with it. And she just wasn't having it. And that eventually devolved into her uh, being essentially like, are you going to get mad if I don't drink the whiskey? And I'm like, no, it's just I was trying to get you interested in it, but I don't. And then like her anxiety set in of she didn't want to disappoint me. My anxiety set in of I shouldn't be forcing this upon her. And then we both had like this mini panic attack and then I just went oh screw it and then I just I you guys know I just sip whiskey I downed that like a shot I was like we're gonna get rid of it and not worry about it and then we just went back to having a really good night like it it was a small bump in the road and it was another moment of me looking at myself and basically saying yo dude she don't like it Don't, don't keep trying to push this on her at the same time, like, me and her were talking and me and her don't have a lot in common and that's really messed with her a little bit today and I understand like, I used to be that guy who I'm like who was like, easily broke up with people just over the fact of, we have nothing in common, why would we ever be together and stuff like that but I feel like that's a whole load of BS uh, subtle plug for the other show on the network I feel like it's a load of BS because at the end of the day, my mom and dad have virtually nothing in common, and it's just like, and they've been together for at least 26 years, I think 29 this year, I'm not sure, but they're still together despite all of that, I don't think you need to have stuff in common, I just think you need to love each other unconditionally, and have each other's backs, and be each other's partners, Through this journey that we call life. And that's what makes it work. It's not having a lot of super big things in common. And so that's my little rant. My little soapbox about relationships. Now finally what did I do today to help myself? Y'all I went to Lush. Oh buddy. (laughs) You know I wrecked that Lush. And my favorite thing about going to Lush is that. I look very much like the husband. I'm in here because my wife wanted to come in here. And I'm just going to look at this soap over and over again. And then people would come over to me. And then I would just be like, oh my god, I tried the cup of coffee face mask. It's so good. What's this one like? What's this one? And they just kind of be taken aback for a moment like, oh, you're you're in this too. And by the end of the whole shopping session, I ended up getting a new uh, cleanser for my face. A new toner, which I've never used a toner before. I'm really interested uh, interested to see how that is. New lip balm. I almost got new hair product, but I've still got a lot of hair product. But basically, I got new stuff, and I'm going to get excited to get back into my facial care routine. I'm really, really hyphy for it, and I, I don't know. I love Lush. I really enjoy their products. I like the way they do business. Um, please, nobody out there, give me any negative stuff about Lush, please. Because, like, I know most businesses and corporations are terrible, but Lush seems like some good eggs. So, yeah, that's what I did today to help myself, was I got me some really awesome new products to help me out during my routine. And so I am not going to go inside and fall asleep, because, good lord, I'm so exhausted. I even took a nap earlier, and I'm still exhausted. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I had the most basic of basic days. It was a whole lot of taking care of Ripley and then going to work. I did have like two hours of respite where uh, actually they were doing like family photos of Ripley and CJ in their Christmas gear, and it was really cute, but that meant I got to spend some time at a home alone, which mostly resulted in me reading Emily's book and then giving her feedback. Yeah, I don't know. I'm bad at doing feedback, because Emily was like, you you need to read my book, because everyone else just tells me it's a good book. I, I want actual feedback and criticism, and I'm like, you don't want to open that Pandora's box, because I can't close it once it's opened. Because I am very, very bad at giving, like... I'm good at giving constructive criticism, but I'm not good at giving it in, like, a in like a nicely wrapped package i am the gordon ramsay of constructive criticism and she even said that she was like i wanted criticism like not gordon ramsay and i'm like uh yeah but that's all i got you asked for this so that's how my day went Uh, i got home uh ended up getting emily's present ready for tomorrow because it's christmas tomorrow and i'm super excited for that And then uh, just kind of had some nice me time to end the day. And we will talk about that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? What's awesome? Y'all, you know it's pizza. Pizza is just, it's always good. Even when pizza's bad. I've never had pizza that I actively hated. I had pizza that had, like, expired nasty Parmesan cheese on it once. And I was still like, yeah, but... It wasn't the worst thing I've ever eaten. So yeah, I love pizza, and I don't know if it's the fact that, like, our Pizza Hut just reopened, but pizza's been on my brain lately. I had some pizza tonight before I got ready to do this show, and it's just the perfect food. I mean, I don't like tomato sauce that much, but other than that, it's got all the best stuff. Pepperoni, cheese, bread, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And I love it. And I sat there and ate half a large pizza tonight because I was just having a good, good Scotty night tonight. So that is what I'm grateful for tonight is pizza. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And this is less of a thing that I did that resulted in an awesome thing and more of just something that I did that I really enjoyed. And it is the fact that tonight I ended up sampling a lot of really cool snacks we have at work. So we have like these chocolate covered potato chips that were amazing. Like I kept going back to the well eating those. We had some Sucker Punch pickles, which are fantastic. I wonder why I wondered why they were called Sucker Punch and then I had them and they have like this awesome like kick to them or punch I guess that really added to the flavor and made me really excited. So that was uh, that's what I did. That was awesome. Wow, I'm flying by this one today. I don't know. I, I, tomorrow's Christmas, and let's skip ahead. This is what I did today. That's not awesome. Is the fact that tomorrow is Christmas. Tomorrow is because uh, we always do Christmas on Christmas Eve, not Christmas Day. Christmas Day is more reserved for like actually getting to play with things we got on Christmas Eve, and so today. Instead of enjoying the moment I was in in and enjoying the day, it was just me being like, okay, I just have to get through taking care of Ripley and then get through work. And then Christmas is just around the corner and that's what it's going to be and getting really excited. But it hurt me as far as like staying in the moment and hurt me as far as mindfulness goes, because instead of caring about what was actually in front of me and what was actually happening, I just cared about the fact that tomorrow's Christmas And you guys, I mean, you guys can tell I'm four minutes in and I'm almost done with today's segment because I didn't pay attention today. All I cared about was the fact that tomorrow is Christmas and I'm fine with it because it wasn't like a day that I'm going to regret forgetting. Which, wow, that's kind of a dark way to think about it, but that is kind of what it is. Today's a day that in the annals of history, when I look back, today will more than likely just be forgotten and go by the wayside, but I, I kind of don't mind that, because like I said, it was a very basic day. It was very much a day of just, like, taking care of Ripley, reading a book, and that was it, and then normal work. So, yeah, that's that's kind of a bummer, I guess, in, in the span of things, but that's what I ended up doing that wasn't awesome, was focusing on tomorrow instead of focusing on making today awesome. Um, now, finally... Because apparently we're just going to run through all of these super fast. What did I do today to help myself? And today I just gave myself a Scotty night. So I stayed in. We were supposed to record some stuff, but me and Blake were both like, Hey, Christmas is tomorrow. We don't care. Just like, let's just ignore this. Do it on Friday when we can actually focus. And so we moved that, and so instead I just sat down, I sampled some whiskey that I've yet to sample yet. I um, I don't know if I talked about this yesterday, but I got some Angel's Envy, which is some really awesome bourbon. I got that yesterday while we were out in Atlanta, and I tasted it today. It was very, very good. I really liked it. It's got like this almost blueberries and cream flavor to it that I like a lot, so I tried that. I had um, the triple smoke I got from Corsair Distillery a couple of weeks back. I had some more of that. And it was just a really awesome night because also the distiller app I've told you guys about where you can review whiskey, people are responding to me and really enjoying what I have to say about all of these different whiskeys. And that's really encouraging me, but it is also encouraging me to a point where I ended up having like five glasses of whiskey tonight. And I'm not talking like full pours. I did like half a glass each, but still at the same time, that's a lot of whiskey So, I I, I don't know. It was still a very, very fun night in. I watched a few episodes of Community, ate some pizza, had some whiskey, and just had a good night to let Scotty Moore enjoy himself. Part of me worries, like, because a couple of weeks ago, these would be things I considered that weren't awesome. You know, having a lot of whiskey, eating pizza, all that. And I I don't want to let myself slip, so I am kind of worried about that. But I, I feel like once the new year hits... I'm going to redo my contract with myself that I told you guys about a few weeks ago and really start to reevaluate some things. But I feel like Christmas and like the whole holiday season really does screw you over as far as trying to be healthy and making good decisions because you're like, it's Christmas. I can give myself a gift. And so probably when the new year rolls around, I'm going to have to reevaluate a lot of things. But for tonight, it's something I really, really needed because. Christmas is tough. You know what I mean? Like, earlier today, I was like, well, I don't have to go to my family's house for Christmas. I don't have to do this. I don't have to go there. And then I realized, like, no, you kind of do. They're going to be disappointed if you don't show up. They're going to be—and I don't want to disappoint anybody. So having to realize all the stuff you have to go through for the holidays, even though holidays are amazing— it's tough, so it's definitely something that I think, like Christmas Eve, Eve, you need to take some time for yourself and some time to take care of yourself, and that's what I did tonight, and uh, I feel a lot better because of it. So for now, I am going to go inside and get ready for Christmas, because that's probably, I'm, I'm kind of actually happy that I didn't record a lot tonight, because I feel like Christmas Eve I'm going to record a lot, because I'm going to have some stories to tell some presents to talk about and some fun to be had, but that's something you guys are all gonna hear about when I see you guys come up. Hey, everybody, it's me again, and I did the thing again the thing where I build up a day to be really, really, really awesome, and then it turns out really, really, really bad because it's Christmas and cried again. <laughs> Not as much as last year. Did not have, like, a full-blown mental breakdown like I did last year. This year, it was more like a like a Native American in a commercial in the 90s. Just, like, single tear going down the cheek. Um, but we will get into that a little bit later. Because, I don't know, let's kind of get into some of the other <laughs> extraneous things that made this such a weird day. Because... Before the day even really started to get going, there were already like four arguments that happened. Apparently, my parents weren't seeing eye to eye because my mom took too long getting her nails done and that upset dad. That's that's all me because I know dad listens to this and he'll be like, we weren't upset. (laughs) But that is just from what I've been told that happened. And then, because we needed to go see my papa today, we had to cancel a lunch date with Emily's parents, which violently upset Emily's mom to a point where, basically, I woke up to a phone call between Emily and her mom where her mom was, like, on the verge of tears on the phone, being like, you didn't plan this appropriately, how dare you? And I'm just sitting here like you just have to wait like two hours wait the two hours before i go to work and then everything will be fine you'll still get to see him. it's okay and that apparently then led into an even larger argument at their house where emily and her mom got into a screaming fight so y'all no one had a good christmas apparently i had to go to work i had to work today and it was, st- it was a better day than Emily had, apparently. At least until what happened after that. But before we get into that, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? Today, I am grateful for Christmas presents that do not initially impress. In other words, a present you open and immediately just kind of go like, oh... That's what I got. Okay, cool. The present that you open and then immediately throw to the side so you can open something better. And I'm I'm grateful for those, specifically the ones that, despite not initially impressing, violently over-impress later. And the main one I have an example of today is the, um, it, it, I don't even remember what the name of it is, but it's a water bottle my dad bought us. And like the whole family got one my mom, my dad, Emily, me. And you put like those Mio flavor enhancers, like the things that turn bottles of water into grape, you put that in there and it flavors your drink as you drink it. So it's this big water bottle, it holds like 32 ounces. And uh, according to my brand new Fitbit, which is one of the Christmas presents I got, I have to drink about 64 ounces a day. So now I know all I have to do is fill that thing up twice and I will meet my daily requirement. It's really, really awesome. I like it a lot. I initially opened it and was like, oh, okay, I guess I got one of these. I already have a water bottle. Why do I need another one? And then after drinking from it, I'm like, oh, this is why I need it. It's it's heftier it's got a little bit more like weight to it It just you feel awesome drinking out of it and I really like it a lot and yeah I've had that a couple of years where I'd get something and be like this isn't anything and then I end up using it like every single day so Christmas presents that don't impress despite the fact that they eventually turn out to be awesome is what I'm grateful for now what did I do today that is awesome I opened all my Christmas presents which uh, I know some most people do it like Christmas morning and stuff like that. But my family, we're impatient. We give our presents on Christmas uh, Christmas Eve. And I ended up giving Emily her present. And it was a really awesome moment. Because Emily picked up... Uh, I, she came into the room and I was already playing the record I made for her. And she was like, oh, so you got me this Daft Punk album. And I said, I don't know, maybe. And then I handed her the album itself. Like the actual cover for it. And she looked at the back of it and then went this isn't the album I'm thinking of then turned it over and I could just see her staring as she was like oh my oh my god that's that's us that's this and then like I I didn't get her to cry that's my goal I, it's a little demented but my goal is to get some tears out of that girl but I didn't get it this year but I came close I could see it almost happening um, so that was really fun and then I opened all my gifts and here's the thing I we've talked about I'm a tough person to buy for for, as far as like a surprise goes because if you try to surprise me nine times out of ten you're gonna fail dad nailed it this year because yes I did get the water bottle and a few other things that I was just like this was on sale when you were shopping wasn't it and he was like yeah But in addition to that, he ended up getting me a series of, like, five Glencairn glasses, which are, like, the traditional whiskey-sipping glasses. A series of, like, five of them, all inspired by the Whiskey Vault, which I think we've talked about before. It's one of my favorite YouTube channels that revolves around whiskey. Um, Glencairn's based on them. And he got me a bottle of my favorite whiskey of all time, Lagavulin 16, and... Oh, man. I opened, like, he presented it awesomely. He presented it like, this wooden box in, like, uh, this silk uh, almost padding underneath it. And he was just like, all right, here you go. Here's your present. And I was like, what the? And then I opened it and was like, oh, my God, you did it. So, and then the other thing, this is the biggest surprise, because I got stuff that I asked for, like a new microphone, a new webcam, stuff to improve the show. At one point, my mom opened something, and this isn't the end, because, you know, usually you save the biggest thing for the end. That's what we're going to do with CJ tomorrow morning with uh, Disneyland. We're going to save that till the end. But, just randomly, in the middle of us opening gifts, my mom goes, did did you get me a laptop? And I went, wait, what, wait, what the hell? And I look over, and mom's just holding this brand new HP laptop, and I went, what the Is that her big gift? Is there more? And he's like, there is more. But I just decided to give it to her now. And then he hands me another gift. I open it. He got me a laptop too. I was like, where did you get the money? Where did the money come from for all this? So I got a brand new laptop. I got a Fitbit. I got an awesome new water bottle. Guys, I love when Christmas is good. Christmas is absolutely great. But sometimes... It's not And that's what we're going to talk about Once we get into what I did That wasn't awesome today And it's the fact that Okay, I don't want to name names Because I don't know who listens to this uh, there was a family gathering went, I went to last year, and I felt very much, not out of the loop almost, but just like I didn't belong there, and that no one really cared about me or really paid attention to me. And that was extrapolated by the gifts. Like, if the gift was not a gift card, it was very much, I don't know, I think Scotty would like this. And it culminated in this... Horrible pink button-up shirt, which is th- almost the exact opposite of my style, and I just remember looking at it and seeing that that was part of you know the last gift, the big gift, and be looking at the spread of everything I had gotten and seeing stuff from like the Dollar General and stuff like that as my Christmas gifts. And I broke down in the bathroom and just started crying. And then I tried to hold it. I tried to hold it in. And then we went home to open gifts like with my mom and dad, like presents with my uh, with my parents. And I couldn't hold it in. And I just started sobbing. And that's what happened last year. And I remember looking at Emily and saying, next year, we're not going back there. We're just going to do Christmas at our house. And that was the plan for a very long time. But instead, we didn't get the house clean on time, so we ended up going back over there. And just everything happened again. Like, it seemed very much like I didn't belong there. Seemed like no one was that concerned with me. Like, they were concerned with the baby, which is awesome. They love my new baby, and they love all that, and that's fine. But at the same time, I've had a lot of really awesome stuff happen this year. No one asked me about it. The biggest thing I got was, hey, have you bought your plane tickets to go to L.A. yet. And that was it. That was the most extent anybody had to talk to me or try to understand me or anything like that. And I was already salty about that. And then we ended up getting a bunch of Disney gift cards to plan for the Disney trip, which I I enjoyed that and I appreciated that. But genuinely, the only present I got outside of like a t-shirt and a cup, uh, like those cupcakes, like the hostess cupcakes, the only thing I got outside of that were two... $10 work lights from Walmart still in the packaging. Or not still in the packaging, still in the bag. So it was like one of the fancy Christmas bags with two Walmart bags in it. Two old, like not even fancy light bulbs. Like these look like the cheapest light bulbs you could buy. And that was it in the bag. And it was something I asked for, but it was was me saying like, if you need a stocking stuffer idea, this is something. But instead they just said, nope, that's going to be Scotty's big gift is two work lights wrapped in Walmart, (laughs) Walmart bags shoved in a normal bag. And I, I don't know, man, it's just a matter of like, it felt like I was an afterthought. It very much felt like I was kind of forgotten. Like, hey, he's we don't even need to waste any wrapping paper or anything. Just put it in the Walmart bag and it'll be fine. And I don't... It, it really got to me. It really, really did get to me. And, like, people there could tell. They could tell last year a little bit because I was I was very panicky last year. This year, I was just sad. And, um... Because, like, I went into it hedging my expectations of being like, I know I'm going to be disappointed. And I still ended up even more disappointed. And I don't know. Because, like, they're my family. And I love them because they're my family. But also... That hurt. That hurt a lot. Like, just, uh, I think this is like three years in a row of getting stuff like that. And me just getting very, very depressed because of it. And like, I even looked at Emily like, I got to do something tonight because I am super bummed. Because people even there were like, Why do you look so sad? Is it because you're leaving? And I'm like, No, no, no. I'm smiling internally because I'm leaving. I'm sad because of the. Present I got and that's it And I know there are people out there who get no presents At all and I know I should be very grateful For my two work lamps Wrapped in Walmart Walmart bags. But man It really it, it got to me It got to me today because you know I'm basing it off of life experience I'm basing it off of what I used to get And how they used to or at least How family treats me And I didn't feel Like I got treated like family And that that hurt to not feel like family when you're around family uh so anyways what did i do to help myself today after that bummer and what i did today to help myself is um so basically uh emily and i wanted to go in and have a nice night in that did not happen because i got really sad we got home My heart rate skyrocketed, which I now realized happened because I've got a Fitbit that tells me. So my heart rate was over like 100 beats per minute at rest. And uh, so me and Emily were like, well, we'll just have like a nice relaxing night in and it'll be fine. Instead, I had a mini panic attack, had to go lay down. Emily stayed in the living room. By the time Emily came back into the bedroom, she was exhausted and fell asleep. And that's when I went. Okay, I got to do something. I got to do something cuz I can't just sit in this. <laughs> I can't sit in this gunk and f- I w- I refused. I refused to have another Christmas Eve that I fell asleep depressed and crying. So I just did what I always do. I went to the office and I worked. Didn't work on like actual podcasting stuff. I just worked on setting up the new microphone, setting up the new webcam. Uh, getting the laptop taken care of, and just doing a bunch of stuff to distract me from what had happened because, you know, I I got some amazing gifts today. I got that laptop. I got so much to be grateful for today on Christmas, but also just that one thing really threw it down the pipes like that. And then uh, CJ the whole day had been very, very, very hyper. And I don't know if it was because it was Christmas and he was like, I just want presents. And then, you know, he only had a few presents today. Tomorrow's going to be his big present day. He only had a few today, but he was like, I need more. I need more. And he was just, it was a lot. So I had that exhausting me. I had the whole situation with Emily's mom exhausting me. I had so much going on today that I was like, okay, (laughs) okay. This is, this is a lot. I need to find a place to stop and find a place to just relax and be my, be my be by myself. And that is what I did tonight was I went home and got to be by myself and relax for a few. Just setting up some stuff and getting the office looking nice. Oh, I didn't even tell you about like the coolest thing I got. And it was this one was like a total surprise to me. And it was one of those things that's such a shock that at first I was like, oh, this is a thing, and then tossed it to the side, but the more I look at it, the more I'm like, this is amazing if I can set it up right. My dad got, like, apparently someone who has, like, a machine cutter to cut out a stainless steel version of the BS Network logo. And so I'm going to actually put, like, LED lighting behind it and mount it on the wall, and it is going to look beautiful. Like, that thing looks amazing already, but I'm gonna make it look even greater. I'm either gonna do LEDs, or I'm gonna get, like, the top of an old whiskey barrel and mount it on the side of it. I don't know which, but you guys will see whenever I can actually get it put up, but yeah, that has been my Christmas Eve. I I'm tell- I tell jinxed myself. I jinxed myself by talking about how great it's gonna be. Tomorrow will be a day. <laughs> I was about to be like, tomorrow will be better, but then I was like, don't say it don't say it because it won't come true you're about to wreck yourself check yourself before you wreck yourself and so um, tomorrow will be a day and it will be Christmas and I will spend a lot of my time relaxing and I can only pray that relaxation pays off and you guys will find all about it when I talk to you guys tomorrow hey everybody it's me again and yep Christmas date. Just as bad as Eve. Actually, no, 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 I'll correct that. Christmas Day was actually pretty decent for the most part until at one point my depression was just like, hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. You want to hang? And then my depression came in. And then also my shoulders started hurting for what appeared to be no apparent reason. But other than that, it was actually a fairly decent day. We managed to watch Elf, we watched a little bit of Christmas vacation, and lots of fun was had. And that is why now I would like like to get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? Today, I am grateful for change. And I don't mean like big changes, like moving and stuff like that, because those are the kind of changes that like, you know, take some adjusting and can mess with you mentally. Like, I think that was one of the big things that affected me when I first moved to Florida, like, obviously, like, the wrestling thing and losing my dream, that, that really messed with me. But I think also having to adjust to that big change messed with me. That's not the kind of changes I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, minuscule, small changes to somewhat normal things to break up monotony and change things up. So, for instance, today I woke up and my iPhone updated. And it's now, like, the, the newest model. I finally have those weird animojis where it's like an emoji of yourself. Um, so I, I, like that changed it up just enough for me to be like, oh man, my iPhone is like this really cool, awesome thing that I can do so much on. It's really interesting. And then like today when I was, uh, dealing with the depression, I, uh, I went to my office and just just started cleaning and adjusting things and upgrading the set for the recordings and oh my gosh it looks so much better now like I've got all my whiskey set out there all the barrels I've got that big BS logo I told you guys about I've got that up on the wall and it looks amazing it looks great it's like every year I'm just slowly moving closer and closer to like a super professional setup And, yeah, man, that's the kind of changes that you need to just break up the monotony and keep things interesting in your life. And today, I am super grateful for it because, you know, it's going to eventually become monotonous seeing these things that are new now. But it's fun having that newness, at least for a day or so. So that's what I'm grateful for today. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And I just had some great family time today. Like I said, we watched Elf during which CJ was being a bit of a butt because he just wanted to play the Nintendo Switch the whole time, and I was like, we're trying to, like, wean him off of the Switch... Like, cause he's, he's very like, he's got an addictive personality. He's very much just like, I want to play this and just do this. And that's that. That's all I want to do. So we were like, you wait till the end of the movie and then you could play the switch. And so he waited till the end of the movie, complained the entire time. It was a lovely time. Then me and him played Luigi's mansion because apparently you can play as a weird goo version of Luigi also known as Luigi, he's the worst, but but it was really fun, because I, I love puzzle games, and Luigi's Mansion, at its heart, is a puzzle game, so I think that's one of the reasons I'm kind of fine with letting CJ play it, is, you know, it helps build, like, your mind, it helps you figure things out, and notice patterns, and stuff like that, and so I got to do that, um, me and ripley had a lot of fun while her mom was like dying her hair So me and ripley were like running around the house playing superman and doing wrestling It was really really fun. She giggled a lot today and you guys know how much I love my baby giggling And so yeah, that is what I did today. That's awesome is had some great family time And also I got to take a nap and it's interesting because we're going to talk about this in a few but thanks to the Fitbit I got I can now see like Minute details of my life Like how long I slept, how well I slept And stuff like that And my goal is to get to 7 hours of sleep a night I only got 4 last night I took exactly a 3 hour nap On accident somehow And I managed to like even it out perfectly So it was like oh I managed to pull that off So that's another thing that I did that was awesome Was catch up on all the sleep that I missed Because I had to wake up early to give a kid present And that is what I did That's not awesome And I'm not saying giving a child presents isn't awesome. It's just... I don't know. I grew up getting a lot of presents. You know what I mean? Like, I I grew up having, like, the pile of presents, and I would rip through them all and see everything. Today, we only had three, because, I mean, we've talked about it on the show. We are kind of tight monetarily right now. We couldn't get CJ a lot of gifts, and that just... That sucked, yo. I was like, I, want, I wanted to give him really awesome stuff, but we couldn't. So that was one thing, and it kind of messed with me as a parent, just being like, no, 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 they, he, he needs more than that. He needs more. Why? Uh, but then other parts of me are like, yeah, but he shouldn't get spoiled. So that was one thing, and then also I didn't hedge expectations once again because kid did not care about Disney World. (laughs) I mean, he's talked about it all year, about wanting to go to Disney World and all this stuff, and we've talked to him about it. Didn't care. Like, he read out... Also, I guess I overestimated how well he could read, because he was like, I'm going to... Because the letter said, my name is CJ Smith, and I'm going to Walt Disney World. And so he was supposed to be like, I'm going to Walt Disney World? What? That was my expectation. Instead, it was, I'm going to wah wait what? that's walt what's this word disney and that was the moment when i said disney i'm like okay now he's gonna freak out nothing got nothing out of this kid it's so because i didn't hedge my expectations i was very disappointed And i know it's his present so i shouldn't be disappointed at his reaction but at the same time i'm like This is a very expensive trip, my dude. This is like thousands of dollars (laughs) that's going into this. Could you show a little more enthusiasm? Like, I was even filming it. I was getting ready to, like, post this on the internet and go viral with how adorable he was going to be learning about going to Disney World. Nah, didn't really give up anything. He was just like, okay, that's cool. I'm going to go play with my, like, we got him one present from Santa. Because me and Emily are both from the same camp, which is just like, we don't even want to tell the truth about Santa, We or we do want to tell the truth about Santa, excuse me, Um, but he has other family members who are like, no, 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 he needs to have Santa, he needs to have that belief, and I'm perfectly fine with that. But also we only got him one present from Santa and it was like a little crappy drone ball that you used like this little dingy plastic remote on. That's all he played with. He got like a $75 Nerf gun, a trip to Disney World, so much stuff he wanted to play with the little dingy ball. (laughs) So little salty there, but it's okay. It's, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. Also, he did keep asking, why did Santa only get me one present? And that was the moment I was like, because Santa's a cheapskate. Look at the amazing stuff we got. Santa only got you this. Because I do believe we worked hard all year to get him presents. We We deserve the respect, not Santa Claus. So, yeah, that's what I did today that wasn't awesome was, you know... He, he's gonna react the way he's gonna react, and I thought he was gonna react differently, and it upset me when he didn't. But I, it's not like it took it out on him or anything. We still had, played Luigi's Mansion and had a really, really good day. It was just, apparently he just doesn't care about Disney World as much as I do. <laughs> oh, and now finally, what did I do today to help myself? And there's two. One, I was going to talk about, you know, going to my office and cleaning and getting stuff together and getting stuff ready for, like, the once we start recording again, but then I realized that's kind of what I said yesterday, and it really does suck that this Christmas season, there are two separate counts where I was just like, I'm real sad. I'm going to go away and be alone (laughs) and clean and work because that was another thing that affected me because I went to my office and initially I wasn't going to work on like cleaning or anything I was just going to work on projects and then I realized oh no I have nothing to work on and that really as a man who loves work that messed with me to be like oh no I have nothing to work on this sucks But uh, yeah, I I didn't want to bring that today because I don't want my entire Christmas season of things I did to help myself be. I had to to go away to distract myself. So instead, what I did was I kept hydrated because of the Fitbit. Because in the Fitbit app, I can actually log how much water I have. And with this new water bottle my dad got me, everything works out amazingly. And the thing is like... The Fitbit app, and there are other apps I've used in the past, are very good at, like, gamification of your life. And that is, like, the ultimate way to get me to do anything is by making it into a game. Like, there was a app I used to use called uh, Habitica where it was, like, an RPG game but you would choose the quests. And the quests would be like things you had to get done in life. So take out the trash, clean the dishes, stuff like that. You would put that in and then when you did it, you would basically defeat that beast and you would get experience points off of that. That was a good app I used. I used one called Fitocracy, which was like a workout gamification thing. And that one, oh man, I scored some points on Fitocracy nearing the end of my fitness journey. I was just like, I deadlifted 5 billion pounds. I'm killing it today and it'll be like you're getting 5 million points. And now with the Fitbit I can kind of get back into that gamification system of seeing like the bars, seeing like oh no no no, I have to walk a little bit more today to fill up this bar or seeing I need to drink 32 ounces more water to fill up this bar. I need, you know, so much sleep. And it's a really interesting way to help your life. And I feel like it's a very good way that, and I hate I'm going to use this term, millennials will really connect to because we were like one of the first generations to grow up on video games and grow up with this kind of reward system. And I feel like gamification of your life is like the ultimate way to make things better. You know what I mean? And so... That's what I did that day to help myself was I gamified my life and I drank a lot of water because of it. And I'm talking too much about water because I really have to pee right now. But, you know, it's not that this was a bad day and it's not that Christmas was a bad time. It was just, you know, I was expecting Christmas and I got to... Above average days. I didn't get super Christmas days. I just got above average days. And that's perfectly fine. And if that's what the future holds, that's fine. Because I thought about this. And I realized, like, when you're a kid, you need... Christmas. You need Christmas. You need like the 4th of July. You need these big holidays to come along and give you this kind of validation, give you this happiness, give you this joy. But I'm a grown man, damn it. <laughs> I'm a grown man. I went to Google this year. I'm going to LA to speak next year. I'm, I'm one of the main players in Dragon Con's podcasting track. I don't need Christmas anymore. I don't need this holiday to give me my joy i find my joy elsewhere and that is something i'm also very very grateful for today christmas was awesome but my real christmas that real super joy that i get that i got as a kid from christmas it doesn't come from christmas anymore it comes from doing awesome stuff in the world and that is the pep talk I needed, y'all. I think that's the pep talk I needed to make it through, like, all future holidays. It's just to look at myself and be like, this ain't for you. This is for the kids. Just let it be for the kids. Your holiday is going to come in two weeks when you're at Dragon Con or in five weeks when you're going to LA or going to Disneyland and stuff like that, you know? So that that was a very cool realization. I just I had that realization live on air. <laughs> But uh, it's actually really, really early. It's only 9 o'clock, so who knows? I may have an anxiety attack and a panic attack and freak out all before I go to bed tonight. But I'm going to try to go to bed right now, and I will see you guys tomorrow.
1: Hey,
0: everybody. It's me again. It was a rough one. Apparently, this whole week is just going to be a series of very, very rough days, because I think I had... Two separate, like, either bouts of really, really bad depression or anxiety attacks today. So, you know, not the best day. I did end up working on the office a lot more. I installed our new light, so I uh, uninstalled our ceiling fan that was terrifyingly broken. Like, it, it was... It was... I was literally missing one of the blades, because one times while I was asleep... One of the blades just broke off and fell on the floor. So, ceiling fan's been replaced with this awesome LED light that can now play music in my room. It's really, really cool. And, uh, yeah, that was it. That was like the one super good thing that happened today. My mom and dad gave me my uh, birthday present early. I got a new whiskey cask. But, other than that... Nothing. It was just a whole lot of work, and then more work, and a whole lot of depression, and it sucked quite a lot. Also, I realize the bad thing about having this Fitbit is, yes, it helps me keep track of how much water I've drank and what I've eaten and stuff like that. It also tells me what my heart rate is, and I have a really high resting heart rate. Like That's why I want to start working out is to lower it. But now every time I look down, I'm like, oh, my heart rate is like 95 beats per minute. Oh, no, that's not good. And then that causes more anxiety, and that just raises my heart rate. So, yeah, Fitbit's good until things like that happen. But you know what? Let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness, because I am ready to go in and fall asleep today. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And today... It's really dumb, but I am grateful for slot machines because, like I said, I was at work, and I was very, very depressed tonight, and I just wanted to get off. I was like—part of me was like, I'm just going to leave and get in the car and, and not come back and stuff like that. That's how bad tonight was for me. But instead, I opened the slot machine app that I've talked to you guys before about, and I think one time the thing I did that wasn't awesome was play it for an extended period of time— But today I used that to my advantage and actually played it. That was a very weird voice crack that just happened there. Sorry. But today I used it to my advantage because I ended up playing slots for like a solid hour in a row. And it helped pass the time and helped me get out of work uh, faster in my mind. I mean, I know an hour is an hour all the world around, but at the same time my experience went by faster Part of me doesn't like that because that means that's an hour that's lost. But also, you know, if it wasn't, it was going to be an hour I spent at work not doing anything. So today I'm grateful for things like slot machines or watching YouTube videos that really help pass the time and really help me get through the day. So that's what I'm grateful for. What did I do today that's awesome, though? And today I fought back against writer's block because, okay, at this point in the year I literally planned to have at least half of the first season of Deviant Written and I am I think I just finished episode 3 today. I've been really bad with writer's block because I've been staring at the script going like, would this character act like this? Would this happen like this? And I've kind of not written myself into a corner, but I've written myself into a point where I've been terrified of, like, should this happen? Should I change this? What should happen? And it's given me really, really bad writer's block. And today I just said, screw it. We're not going to worry about writer's block. We're just going to push through and we're just going to keep going and going and going until it's done. And I did. And I got episode three done. It's finally written. It's the first time that I've actually... It's weird because, like, when episode one went up, I already had episode two done. And episode two came out on Sunday, and I still hadn't had episode three done. So I'm grateful for the fact that episode three is done now. I finally have it done. All I have to do is get everything recorded and edited, which is kind of the easy parts for me. Um, But yeah, fighting that writer's block really, really helped me today because it let me kind of define a little bit more of the rules in the world that I'm creating. Like what characters do what. If a character is like a good person, a bad person, if a character is kinda of morally amb- ambiguous. And I feel like pushing past all of the all of that BS mental block stuff really helped me with it. So that is what I did that that was awesome. What did I do that wasn't awesome though? And Like I said, I had a lot of depression and a lot of anxiety attacks today. In fact, even when my parents gave me my birthday gift, gave me that whiskey barrel, I ended up having like this big depressive anxiety attack, like right after it, to a point where I was super irritable. Like my computer was messing up and I was like getting aggressive and like banging the keyboard, furious because the keyboard wasn't working and stuff like that. So I was not in a good space, which. At the moment, I said, that means I shouldn't drink tonight, even though I had planned it. I planned to come home, upload a few things, and then do some whiskey tastings. I wanted to finally try that Lagavulin that I uh, told you guys I got for Christmas. And so, you know, I shouldn't have, though, because I was very depressed all day. I was very anxious. It's not a good thing to drink. But I did it anyways, because I'm an absolute idiot. I did a tasting of, like, five bourbons. And I think we've talked about in the past, five is the limit. You need to hit five, and then after that, don't go any further. But after I'd done the five bourbons, I was like, ah, but I still want to try that Lagavulin. I don't know if I'm going to try it on its own yet. It's going to be really strong against all the bourbons. And then I ended up pouring, like, three more bourbon or uh, three more scotches. I poured a, um... An Ardbeg tin, the triple smoke from Corsair that me and Blake got in Tennessee, and I didn't pour it, but I also pulled out the Logovan, and I tried the triple smoke. It was very good. Tried the bag, It was very good. And then I realized, oh no, I've gone too far. I've gone past the point of no return. I've gone to the point where if I drink any more, I will have to stay home tonight. I will not allow myself to get in my car if I drink any more because I'm at that level. And it sucked to be like, I want to go home and try my Lagavulin and then not even be able to do it. Like, literally, the moment I realized I reached the point of no return, I boxed up the Lagavulin and then got in the car and went home because I was just like, I I, I can't. Like I said, I want to respect whiskey. And I feel like... Just drinking Lagavulin after getting tipsy on a bunch of bourbon and scotch is not the way to do it. That is not the way to respect this amazing scotch that I love so much. And it really sucked to come home and be like, I just need to upload something, and then I'm going to try whiskey. And instead, uploading something and then trying seven different whiskeys, but never trying the one I wanted. And it was not a good feeling. It was another moment of me remembering I do have an addictive personality and stuff like that. And remembering that that is going to be a constant battle and a constant fear, because like I said, I love whiskey, my dad's getting into whiskey, which means that's another thing me and him can bond over, so I love whiskey, and I'm really excited about it, and I don't want my addictive personality to ruin it, I don't want my addictive personality to get me to a point where I say I can't drink anything anymore, and I'm afraid that may end up being the case, in which case I don't know what I'm going to do with all this super expensive whiskey I got, but yeah, that's... That's what I did today that wasn't awesome, was I ended up drinking a little bit too much. At points it did feel like, oh no, I won't be able to record me again tonight because I'm at that point. But then luckily, as you can tell, I ended up relatively okay. I'm still kind of rambling a little bit. But that is uh, the reason why I am able to record correctly is because of the thing I did to help myself today. And like I said, I drank too much. And on a normal night, I would drink too much, come home, drink some water, fall asleep. But I knew there was too much going into my stomach that I needed something to soak it up. I needed something to go in there to sit with it. Otherwise, I would wake up feeling like crap tomorrow. And that is why I just ate a whole lot of Taco Bell. And on any other day, I would say this is a thing that I did that wasn't awesome was eat Taco Bell. But as a countermeasure against a hangover as a countermeasure against feeling like crap I'm very grateful for it and I do feel like it's a way I helped myself today and also I got to try some new Taco Bell stuff I got the Cinnabon Delights that I'd never had before they tasted amazing I of course got some classic cinnamon twists I just had a lot of grease and cheese and meat and whatever go into my system right now and I feel like it's going to help me out in the morning. It it really helped sober me up, like get me out of that tipsy state and instead into a state of just like, I'm exhausted, I want to go to bed and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, so that is how I helped myself today was by giving all of that alcohol that I consumed because of my addictive personality. I gave it something to soak it up and that is in the form of tacos and cinnamon twists and all kinds of good stuff. But for now, I am going to go inside chug quite a bit of water so I don't absolutely feel like crap tomorrow, and I'm going to get me some rest, and you need to get some rest as well, and after all of that, I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and it was a rough one today. It was a very rough day, because I woke up at 4 a.m. in the morning to the sound of a baby violently puking not just like normal puke like bad and Emily goes she's running a really bad fever it's like 102 and after a few minutes we both realized we're probably neither going to work today are we so we ended up uh taking Ripley to the doctor and finding out that she has the flu which absolutely sucks because it's not like a normal person, f- flu where they just sit up in the bed all day and are just kind of sad and want to sleep. No, Ripley just wants to cry, and I got to deal with the whole day of baby crying constantly. But other than that, we tried to do what we could to make it a good day. We, we tried to put her down for naps so she could kind of relax a little bit, but... It was still pretty, pretty rough, and uh, that's why the whole day kind of blends together, but let's forget that as we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And today, I'm grateful for the one uh, shining beacon of light that I had about this day, and it is the fact that I love, and today I'm super grateful for driving places early in the morning, driving places like at four or five in the morning. I don't know why I guess it's because, like, our family, we never left for a vacation after the sun was up. You know, we always left, like, super early while it was still really dark. And I guess that's why it gives me that vibe of, like, going on a vacation or something like that. And there's... Like a nice smell in the air, and there's just something a little bit different and a little bit magical about waking up before the sun is up to go somewhere. And obviously today wasn't the best way to do it. Today it was more waking up that early to go to Walmart to buy medicine and go to a doctor. But still, it was it was a really nice feeling to wake up that early and get a bunch of stuff done. So that's what I'm grateful for today. It's very oddly specific, but I'm grateful for driving places before the sun is up. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And, ooh, that's, that's actually, that's kind of a tough one. Because like I said, it was a day where everything kind of just blended together. It was nothing but taking care of the baby all day, and that was about it. But I guess what I did that was really awesome was the fact that... Oh, also, forgot to mention this. I was sick, too. And um, I've been having, like, stomach issues the past few days. So I had a stomach ache and a headache. All of that was happening while I was trying to take care of the baby. But despite all of that, I never really faltered. I never got into a huge depressive bump. I never got into a point of, like, really bad anxiety or anything like that. I mean, I think I got close once the headache started reaching, like, critical mass. But other than that, I I felt pretty okay the whole day. And I guess it was because we talked about in the past... Focusing on other people kind of alleviates your own pain. It's your own personal painkiller, and I think I guess that's really what I did to help my or not what I did to help myself. That's another thing we will talk about in a few. But I, I guess that's really what I did. That was awesome. Was I never faltered in the face of this anxiety and depression and really rough day? But other than that, like I said, it was a bad day. Not much awesome to come from it. It wasn't like I was gonna be like I made a model ship. No, none of that happened. Now, what did I do today that wasn't awesome? And I guess it's the fact that I kind of gave in at some point. Like, at one point, I had kept Ripley for about probably a solid four hours or so while Emily got up and, like, cleaned the house and stuff like that, and then afterwards, I just looked and was like, no, I'm done. I'm I'm done. Can you hold the baby for a few? And so Emily held the baby, and I just, instead of getting up and doing anything or helping Emily with what she was doing in the house, I just kind of sat on the couch and watched Community for, like, an entirely too long amount of time, and I understand. Like, in my head, I guess I was using the validation of, I'm sick, I deserve this because I'm a sick boy with a stomach ache and if I get up and move it's gonna be worse but at the same time it didn't feel good like I love community and I loved the episodes I watched but at the same time I didn't want to just sit there and not do anything but I did because I'm a lazy butt sometimes I guess (laughs) and now finally what did I do today to help myself um and that is I ended up drinking, like, a whole lot of Pedialyte. I had never had Pedialyte before, but, like, between all the drinks I had last night and stuff like that, I was obviously, like, dehydrated. Y'all, Pedialyte is like the best thing on the planet. Apparently, it don't taste good. Get that out of your mind immediately. It says like grape on the side. It ain't. It's salty fruit water. (laughs) But at the same time, it made me feel a lot better. I did that. I took some zinc, and me and Emily essentially went on like flu watch for the next few hours, just being like, no, 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 no. We're gonna take all the pills. We're going to drink all the Pedialyte. We're going to take in everything that our body can consume to make sure that we don't feel like crap in a few days. Because we even asked the doctor. We looked at her like, hey, we have the flu shot. We can't get it right. She's like, oh, no, no, it don't matter. If that baby sneezes in your face, it's all over. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she did. She sneezed in both of our faces later that day. But we still did our best to maintain some simulcrum of health. And all I can hope is it pays off and I don't end up feeling like crap in the future. But, yeah, like I said, it was a very, very fast day because it was one thing. It was constant hours of taking care of a baby. But, um, I don't know, man. I want her to feel better. I do. Like, it sucks to just have to look at your baby cry and not know what to do. Or at least be like... There's nothing we can do. Because obviously she's uncomfortable, right? She's uncomfortable, she's sick, she's not feeling well. And we've already given her the medicine, we fed her, we've changed her, we tried to make her as comfortable as possible. But even then, that's not always going to work, and she's still going to cry. And that that's a tough one for me right now. That's, that's a tough one to go through, is to have to watch my baby cry and keep trying to find new ways to stop it, even if that is just picking her up and walking around the house but for now I am gonna go relax for a few and pray that Ripley is actually calm and sleepy and not not in pain because uh, I don't want my baby to be hurting and I will see you guys tomorrow hey everybody it's me again and it was another very fast paced day of being sick and actually working, I managed to push through today and actually do a little bit of work um, Because I, I realized like I couldn't call out, I could not call out a second day in a row So I woke up, spent some time with Emily and Ripley, who's getting better luckily She's not, she's not fully there, she's still a little bit more crying than she usually is And she's still a little bit more fussy, but otherwise she's doing a lot better So I'm grateful for that um, but yeah, other than that, it was a whole lot of work and then getting home and supposed to be researching stuff for my, um, uh, for my presentation, I'm giving it podcast movement. But instead of doing that, I ended up drinking whiskey and working on like my, I think I actually did work on my, um, contract. I told you guys about this, the contract I make with myself. So I worked on that. That was a little bit of good, but for the most part, it was all Just a really lazy night in, and I don't know if it was a well-earned one, but we will talk about that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for? And today, I'm grateful for Community. Um, And I talked about that show a couple of, might have been last week, finally getting to start watching Community. I am now in season three, because your boy just decided to go all the way through that show. So, uh, but yeah, it's just a really good show, because I'm not a big fan of Dan Harmon just because a lot of what he does seems very and I might be basing this entirely off of Rick and Morty but a lot of what he does seems to be like very cynical and not very positive but community is all of that it's the exact opposite it is very very positive it's very very uplifting but not without the cynical edge it needs it's not saying everything's happy everything's great in fact I watched the uh Christmas episode from season three today And it really kind of helped me understand the issues I've had with holidays and stuff like that because the moral of the story essentially boiled down to... If you try to inject light and brightness into everything, it just makes the darkness seem that much darker. And that's kind of what Christmas and, I guess, Thanksgiving and a lot of the issues I've had on days like that have been in the past. Is It's just been me trying my best to inject nothing but positivity and nothing but goodness, and it just made all of the darker moments of those days so much darker. And that's why I'm grateful for community is it? It helps you find positivity without force, without making you attempt to forget the negativity in the world, you know? It helps you balance it out, and I feel like that's something I need a lot. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And like I said, I pushed through. I felt like crap all day, but I still pushed through, went to work. In fact, within the first hour of being at work, I was like, I'm going to try to go home. I'm going to try to not do this. But even still, I pushed through, and by the end of the day, I had built up enough, like, I guess, momentum that I was able to, like, go home and start researching and not feel like complete and total crap. And that was really, really good, was pushing through. Because I feel like a lot of times it's really easy, especially for me, to give into this whole... I feel bad. I feel negative. I'm just going to live in that as opposed to trying to push through. And that's what I did today was push through, and it made me feel a lot better. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And it is the fact that I ended up drinking tonight again and drinking. I I didn't have a lot. It's not like the other day where I had, what, like eight different... uh, types of whiskey. I only had like three and it was mostly because I wanted to try the Lagavulin I got for Christmas but even then I, I didn't feel like I appreciated it as much as I should have. Then again that might be me once again trying to inject brightness when I should just be accepting things as they are because yes it was still very very good and it's still my favorite whiskey but at the same time uh, it's still just whiskey that's all it is and I, I don't know I've been feeling a lot crappier lately and a lot lazier and a lot more like lackadaisical and the only real change I've made is drinking more frequently than I have in the past and it sucks because like I've talked about on the show I love it I love whiskey I love the taste of it I love the unique experience that you get when you go through uh, like nosing and sipping a whiskey I love it but at the same time, and spoiler alert, this is what I did today that's awesome, is I had a realization, and it is a matter of, yes, I love whiskey, but I'm also choosing happiness over joy, if that makes sense. I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the show, but uh, DragonCon two years ago, I can't remember who was getting interviewed, but they start talking about like how their life is and how their life has changed since like having a kid. And they said, I've learned to choose joy over happiness because happiness is kind of just like this fleeting emotion of, oh, I and it might be in reverse, happiness over joy or something like that. But it's essentially saying, like, I'm going from choosing joy constant like uh, constant shots of adrenaline and excitement in the forms of like drinking and playing video games and stuff like that to instead choosing the joy of like feeling good and feeling good with my family and stuff like that and i'm not i'm not saying i'm going to stop drinking forever i'm still probably going to like have one or two glasses a week but at the same time i'm now going so completely out of control that it's hurting me it's 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 great in the moment. It's great in the moment to have that, but then it makes the rest of my life kind of crappy and a little bit lazier, like Ripley sick. And I should be there constantly, like with that adrenaline rush of being a parent of like, I'll go through anything to protect my daughter. I love her. But instead it's like I'll hold her for like two or three hours and then immediately be like, okay, I'm done. Give her up. And that's it. So it really sucks the way it's making me feel and I I don't know I I feel like it's a balancing act that I'm dangerously on the verge of like falling over one edge or the other right now and uh, so I think I think I need to ease back and that that sucks to say because I feel like if it gets worse I would have to come on and just full-on be like hello my name is Scotty Moore and I'm an alcoholic but I don't feel like that's the case at this point because it's not like ruining my life or anything it's just making it a little bit worse so I feel like I need to pull back find my right balance of how much to drink without feeling like crap for the rest of my days without trying to get into that lackadaisical attitude where I'm no longer working on myself which that's also been a thing I've found I'm not working on myself anymore like the point of this show is self-help and working on yourself and this last week I just haven't I mean I'm focused on what we've talked in the past finding those external pleasures instead of trying to find an internal pleasure from being happy with myself and happy with what I've done instead I'm trying to find it all on the outside and yeah I I don't know I'm sorry if I'm rambling or if this doesn't make sense at this point but I, I need to find that life where I'm choosing joy over happiness again Where, yes, I can every once in a while have a nice treat of a nice Agavulin or an Ardbeg scotch or whatever, but also where I don't push it so far that it makes me forget why I'm, like, my main goals. Because, you know, I've got an obsessive personality, so therefore once I found this world of whiskey I could delve into, I delved into it, but I, uh, I dove so hard that it made me forget about helping myself and it made me forget about why I started this show and the point of helping yourself in life and I I haven't been helping myself but hopefully that's gonna turn around by next week because I'm gonna I'm gonna start adjusting things to where I, I feel like I used to say like only one glass per week and that was so much even that was so much that it was kind of freaking me out so I think now I'm gonna be like One glass at max a day, and I don't think I'm ever going to, like, even tonight, I don't think I'm going to sample anything. I might, like, try some Buffalo Trace or something like that, but for the most part, I don't really feel like drinking tonight, but I don't want to do, like, once a week because that in my mind then turns it into, like, when your teacher would tell you you had to read a book for class (laughs) and me being like, no, 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 but I want it now. I I don't want to do the things you told me to do, so instead I'm going to try to limit it to one a day. Um, those sessions of like three or more, maybe once a week, possibly. Um, then I I think I, the way I did it was once a day, which you don't have to do every day, three a week, five a month. And, uh, that, that's it. I think that's, that's my limit at the most is five, but that would only be done once a month. Probably when we, me and Blake do like our little tasting sessions. So yeah, that's how my day went. It was really weird and really rough to realize that like, oh hey bud, you know you got that Fitbit and everything to help yourself. Well you're not helping yourself anymore so that sucked but I'm gonna start helping myself again and I will when I see you guys next week, tomorrow whatever, you know the deal. Oh man, this was, this was a weird week and it's It's weird because, like, listening back, I I now get to listen as, like, an outside observer, and I get to listen back as, like, seeing the picture I'm painting of myself and of the week I have, and usually I, I can look back at this point and be like, oh, look, I had this great day and this other great day and so many great things happened, and then this week happened, and other than Sunday, it was... It was a really really sad week. Um I mean Christmas happened and then Ripley getting the flu and oh by the way found out that she probably got the flu from that house that I didn't want to go to on Christmas. So hey, another reason not to go back next month. But man, yeah, it's 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 kind of weird looking at it this week and seeing like and I know it's only a week. It's only a week in the grand scheme of things, but it still feels like Watching a guy's life fall apart over a week, and I know that's not the, I know that's not true, and I know that's not the case, but man, it felt like it. It it really did feel like it, and it's really a bummer. But at the end of the day, the point of this show is to acknowledge weeks like this, acknowledge weeks where almost everything possible goes wrong, even though it was supposed to go right, and then figure out how to course correct and how to change and to see what changes need to happen in my diet and my drinking habits and in, in what I do to get back to where I need to be. And so that that's the one good thing to come out of this week is yes, it all sucked. But also I did learn a lot of good things about like how I treat holidays and why this depression builds up around Christmas time and stuff like that and how to fix it for next year. So yeah, it was a bummer, but it's a bummer that is now over because next week will hopefully be a lot lot better than this week if I do things correctly if I manage to course correct next week will hopefully be great so sorry for a bit of a bummer (laughs) episode this week but uh, of course remember to stick around because next week is going to be 10 times better and until then remember to support the show by going to patreon.com slash a load of BS where you get access to exclusive shows like me also the monthly self help program where I get to teach you guys about some of my favorite self Help techniques from uh, dream boarding to uh, meditation to routines—all kinds of really awesome stuff. We're going to be doing over there on the Patreon, and you get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week. And it helps this show just by donating at Patreon.com/slash A Load of BS. And we finally have some like cool stuff in the merch store. I know for a while all I had was that one logo, that one logo shirt, but now I finally got one with uh what has kind of become one of the unofficial catchphrases of the show, which is not today. In other words, like if you have anxiety about the future, depression about the future, just remember that day is not today. So we've got a shirt with not today on it, a really nice like little drinking cup you can get, and another one and it's actually a rebrand of an old shirt I made that just says we do not negotiate with pessimists i rebranded that made it look a little bit cooler and a little bit more fitting with the me brand and you can get all of it at merch.loadofpurebs.com so check that out and remember to support by leaving us five stars on itunes you guys wouldn't think how much that matters but it turns out it actually does matter a whole lot so remember if you've already done all of that if you've already donated picked up some merch if you've already rated just tell a friend who loves self-help podcasts to check out the show and to help me, because I clearly need some help after this last week. And, uh, of course, as always, remember, if you want to give me any feedback, any consultation, any uh, info that might be helpful, send it my way on Twitter at ScottyMo, that's S-E-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O on Twitter, and I need all the help I can get right now, guys. But until next week, as always, don't forget to be awesome, and
1: I won't forget to be me again.